If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. If Moses supposes his toes is a roses, do you think maybe he had a drinking problem? Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, an interesting hypothesis, one we probably will not explore, but thanks to the tiny mammoth for that catchphrase submission. Don't think it's going to stick, but who knows? Next week, I may say it again. Uh, welcome to Comedy Bang Bang uh, for another edition. Uh, this is, of course, used to be the show where we talk to interesting people. Now it is uh, Humanities and the Animal Kingdoms podcast. Uh, we have a great uh, few guests coming up. We have a person i don't even know how to describe him a person who <laughs> used to clean ice out of urinals uh was uh, i i can't remember if he cleaned ice out of them or whether he just cleaned the ice that was in them or he or the ice would melt and he would pour more into them but we'll figure out all of that out when he comes on a little later we also have a person with an exciting opportunity coming up after that uh a packed show i have to say if you i mean some of these shows i gotta tell you the worst fucking guest. Come on, this. <laughs> and this week we have a guy who used to clean ice out of a urinal. <laughs> Someone with an enticing, exciting opportunity, I should say. But let's get to our first guest. Uh, she is the uh, a, a writer and a director. Uh, used to uh, full disclosure. Used to edit the comedy Bang Bang television program. So you know there will be softballs. <laughs> Although I gotta say. If you were just walking down the street and someone threw a softball at you, that would that would be dangerous. So yeah. who knows what uh, this the, is the safest kind of softball somebody could throw at you? Exactly. <laughs> the IFC's Close up. Um, she has a new uh, 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 a film that uh, she co-wrote and directed called The People's Joker, which uh, was embroiled in controversy at TIFF <laughs> earlier in the year, but it has its premiere. This Saturday uh, at Outfest, please welcome Vera Drew. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you. Um, so I, nice to see you again. I was so uh, I, I I'm so nervous to to do this because I've been hmm. listening. You've been on the other side. Oh, you've yeah. been listening too. Well, I I yeah. I mean, I I I gotta admit, like I haven't. I have 
fallen off a little bit in in recent years. I <laughs> when, think like what, having what you was it COVID? Where, oh, having me as a boss. You're about like, to say yeah. you see the behind the yeah. You see yeah. all the bullshit behind the yeah. I Surprisingly get it. though, I have I've revisited the I've seen comedy bang bang quite a bit over yeah. the years like it's i think just i hear the it's good of it. yeah yeah <laughs> age which, is like fine wine which seasons did you work on my impression of it was four and five but i don't know i started so i was on set for season two as as a, a dit um and if people don't know what dit is it's basically dit right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um I'm not. I'm still not quite sure what the, what that job was. It's but. a person who basically would run in all the time and go, "You you have to stop. You have to stop. We have to do the DIT." Yeah. And then everything was shut down for like 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Most stressful job I think you could have on set, just constantly telling people we're running out of media and I yes. need to back up everything. I think we lost that entire take. Well, um, we would also do. We would do long ass takes. Which was DIT is basically the person who takes all of the things recording everything, uh, transfers it, wipes it clean, and then comes back with those because they're all expensive and yeah. you need to recycle them as much as you can. But we would do super long takes and it would be like, and every once in a while it would be like, we need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just running out of memory. Which you never want to do like while somebody's like in the middle of of like a like a like you know an improvised yeah if they're on a roll but that was hardly ever a problem on our show (laughs) yeah yeah um so you were so second season you were uh the person doing that and i gave you nary a glance yeah no i don't think we talked (laughs) maybe once i i I think i talked to reggie that season more than 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 you uh i doubt he remembers well he's a he's a real glad andrew he's out there going like meeting all the crew yeah learning Uh, one thing about him he likes to learn what everyone does what everyone's job is yeah. <laughs> and he memorizes their name and he memorizes all their children's names yeah so i couldn't remember his lines he had to he <laughs> learned everybody's name and uh, <laughs> occupation on set but yeah then i came in i think my first episode was the kevin smith episode actually. oh season three um, yes season three late in season three late in season three and then yeah came came in strong four and four and five and four was the four was the mammoth season the crazy 15, so you were basically yeah. on for more than half the show because uh you you essentially did about 65 episodes out of 110 yeah it's i it, it's crazy like yeah. i it's crazy just having that many things that i've edited and like i feel like particularly like that season four like it, it kind of was like an impossible task, uh, like of trying to deliver that many episodes. It was and, hard. Yeah, it yeah. was. <laughs> I uh, uh, and and I made you guys work weekends, but it, you had a weird schedule. You had two, uh, two, was it uh, Wednesdays through Sundays, yeah. I believe, because I had to shoot Monday <laughs> through Friday and then I would Saturday and Sunday work with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You'd come in very, very tired on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah uh, apparently uh, doing that job was not good for my health, my sanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can I can only imagine, especially like like the days where you were like filming multiple episodes in a day and then coming in and like hanging out with like a bunch of sweaty editors. You guys were not uh, sweaty. I want to make sure that oh, is uh, yeah. is expressly expressed. I was playing me. into the stereotypes, I guess a little yes. bit. Yes. No, you guys actually used to take baths in the middle of the day, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. 
Well, that was when we when we flipped and became a union show. Oh, that's <laughs> they right. actually union made us guarantees. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> they make you take one communal bath per day. Yeah, um, but that was more from our side. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, let's let's get these guys to bed. Yeah. That's in our contract. Um, so you worked on that for a while, and uh, then you uh, then I didn't see you for well, you were working at that public access station for a little while. Yeah. Stony. And then I didn't see you for a while. And then you, uh, now another full disclosure, you hit me up. I'm actually in this film. Yes. Yeah. I'm, you I'm play a movie mi- star. You play Mr. Freeze uh, in this film. <laughs> Let's talk about the film because you hit me up to be in it. And I, I didn't really know what it was, but I'll do anyone any kind of favor. <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. I was shocked that you said the lack of context that was given i was so blown away that it was an immediate yes uh no honestly like anyone i've worked with I'll, if they want me to do something i'll do it also i'm offer only and your offer was zero dollars <laughs> <laughs> and i was like well that's a loophole yeah yeah um but uh what is does th- this film is uh, i want to have you on to talk about it because it's had a fascinating journey to its now premiere this saturday describe first of all just describe what is the the film it's so it's it, it's about uh, an unfunny transsexual clown named Joker who starts an al- uh, an illegal comedy theater in Gotham City, and it's very um, it, it I mean it's a Batman parody. Um, that's uh, what I say to you know legally cover sure. my base, <laughs> and that's what it is. Um, but it's really uh, like autobiographical, just about my experience. Um, working in comedy and coming out as a trans woman and kind of being on, you know, cause I've, I've gotten to work on like really cool stuff like, like comedy bang bang. And I came God up bless at- you for remembering, but uh, you, you also <laughs> did you, I mean, you worked through absolutely right. So you yeah. did, what else did you do? You did. I, uh, I worked on Eric Andre's show. Um, I was on season one of Nathan for you, uh, craft punks, political party, a handful of Tim and Eric things. I, co-directed and produced uh tim and eric's beef house uh which nobody watched uh but um <laughs> not even me i don't even know what it is it like came out right at the start of the pandemic which just mm, kind of timing killed it yeah yeah that was that was by design we didn't want anybody to watch march 20th it. yeah on adult swim uh to when when a, uh, alt comedy was a there was work. a time early in the pandemic where you would watch anything it was i remember watching that uh, will ferrell uh, uh uh what's the big music festival in sweden or whatever that they do the the uh, i forget what that movie's called but uh, uh oh the eurovision yeah eurovision yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. oh wow like and you and just something would come out and it'd be like thank god something's here yeah but apparently not beef house <laughs> no but yeah i was i was really i i mean i i've made i've had a handful of like web series and like video art projects and stuff throughout the years where i was very much on like the fringe and very like kind of unfunny and kind of figuring out my identity through like the art I was creating. So, and I really, I wanted to make a movie about that. And um, I'm obsessed with Batman. Uh, the and... Cape Crusader, some call him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that a good chime in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stops the train of thought immediately. Uh, great chime in. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of the long and short of it. It's 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 a comedy, but it's it's also like a very kind of tender queer coming of age story. And you uh, are you in it or? Yeah, I'm. I play uh, a character called uh, Joker, the titular Joker. Yes, the titular Joker. 
I'm the first trans woman to ever play Joker. Uh, hmm. and Let's go through the award, Jokers. You have Cesar Romero. Yes, possibly the best because he refused to shave his mustache. Refuse, I, I did that uh, on a show that Paul F. Tompkins was on where I put on a fake mustache and make up over it Amazing. as a tribute to Cesar Romero. <laughs> um, but uh, And then you have uh, Jack. Yeah, it wasn't anybody till Jack. Right. And then, uh, of course, you have, uh, I forget who else. But anyway, some good people. <laughs> and then you're the first trans person to play the role, do you think he'll be the last? Uh, probably based off of the legal response from Warner Warner Brothers. <laughs> well, let's talk about this. Um, so basically, the show was, or the the movie rather. Uh, some people call things shows when you're yeah. in. When you're in, uh, uh, when, when they go, I'm working on this show, but it happens to be a movie. Yeah, like you'll hear like grips gather around me, like I just got off this this last show. Do the show. grip voice. Though. I just got off this last <laughs> you show. You know, they're talking about like the last <laughs> Indiana Jones or whatever. Right. It's not. That's a movie, actually. But so, so I think this... you just slipped up. I don't know if that's. I probably you're... did slip up. <laughs> um. Uh. Thank you for keeping me honest. Um. But uh, th- this was scheduled to come out at. Tiff, it it show it, there was one showing, and then uh, uh, you mentioned before Warner Brothers put a uh, gave you a cease and desist. Is that right? Well, yeah. So we never we never got an official cease and desist. Like we really just got like kind of this like strongly worded letter that was like, we don't think this is a parody. Um, <laughs> like what makes something a parody? <laughs> because if you can put out, you know, Batman a porn parody, I, it's I just mean, people yeah. people in Batman costumes fucking. <laughs> like Batman's been fucking Joker and Robin and Catwoman on screen for years, but somebody can't make like a tender gay Batman movie. Um, but yeah, they so they sent us that letter literally like two days before we were supposed to premiere. And they had known about the movie. Like I'm, I'm friends with a handful of people in like the Harley like Quinn Batman? writer's room. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the penguin himself is my brother. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, they really waited to the last minute. I think they were trying to kind of kill our, to, to to really get into the well, weeds, kill a big film sale and like yeah, and, and there, there's of... no point in doing it two weeks before because then you would explore your options and learn that you could do it or whatever. But two days before is meant. That happened to me once when we were doing the day the clown cried reading with Patton Oswalt, which is this Jerry Lewis movie. We were doing a script reading, and we would do it around town every once in a while. And and then they gave us a cease and desist like a few hours before we were supposed to go on. And the, that it, it just is there to, to scare you. Cap you. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, and like really scare you. And it, you know, I, it freaked me out, I guess, but it freaked I think your it, bean. it's, it scared my like team more and kind of the people that were sort of trying to help, help me put together a release and we weren't going to premiere, but I was like, I got a passport to go to Canada. Like we should <laughs> do it. Like we're all here. Um, so we actually negotiated with the head of Warner Canada and we're like, we have uh, like an army full of people that are already ready to see this movie tomorrow. Let us screen. Uh, so we, we had our screening. It was, it was great. And then I um, kind of paused after that to sort of go back to my lawyers and just make sure that we were in, you know, the legal green zone. And like, I had to finish the movie. Like the movie still had some effects and stuff that, needed to be done it's it's live action but there's like a lot of animation and um like every kind of animation stop motion 3d 2d so there was a lot of uh moving parts that i needed to bring home before we started screening again and i also wanted to come back with a plan (laughs) this time instead of because did you hope to get it sold when you were up there and then come back and and is it sold is that why it's premiering or what what's the status now um 
it's we don't we don't have any like distribution plan set in stone but it it is coming together right now um i mean really like outfest in pretty much every festival that we've screened at since tiff um you know because we've done a a handful of secret screenings uh like I, i did like a whole secret tour with the movie in australia like every festival down under oh yeah down under does batman is is he different down there Uh, like does he work during the day yeah (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) Um, um, it's so crazy like you know like being 18 years old and listening to like comedy death ray on on a radio (laughs) on the radio listening to you ask these kind of questions to somebody and they're funny when you're listening yeah it's not so funny when you're sitting here like breaking into a sweat uh, <laughs> but uh yeah like every like outfest has just really gone to bat for us i mean they're sponsored by warner brothers gone to uh, bat by the way is a pun and yes yeah we, we should just you. like really let everyone know that you meant to say that yeah moment of silence uh, <laughs> for that um and uh yeah that's that's kind of why we were sort of confident that we were able to screen and um, that's great and but and you know i mean what the the little i learned about parody law doing comedy bang bang because we would have all these like conversations with lawyers all the time and um the closer you are to the thing the better like i i remember there was one thing where we were trying to parody the ghoulies which were the i don't know if you remember the little monsters that come out of the toilet yes, and like bite yeah. your butt or whatever <laughs> and we uh we put them in there and we called them something else and the lawyer was like no 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 you got to call you got to call them ghoulies that way everyone knows you're parodying the ghoulies yeah. So like, and you're parodying Batman. There's like Batman costumes and Joker costumes yeah. and stuff. So it's like, yeah, we we've and like, you're not you're not basically trying to fool people into going like, this is the new Batman movie that's coming out. Exactly. And like, I think you know the kind of like, uh, like deep like uh, negative nerd response out of Tiff was like, why didn't you just call it like the jokester or something? And it's like, because I actually couldn't do that. Yeah, that that's, actually, that's actually is, not legal. Yeah, like that yeah. is the, that's trying to... And, and Although that's pretty good, the jokester. <laughs> the movie goes out of its way to show that it is not a DC movie. Like, like it's, right. I mean, there's, there's a lot of canon references just because like I love Batman and and all the iterations of Batman, but like, you know, it's the worst Batman we've, that you will ever see. Like he's, he's more like kind of just like, a, like an overweight cop in it. And <laughs> it is um, interesting because yeah. Batman, you know, when you really think about it, you go like, Oh, this poor little guy, he got, he got his uh, parents face blown <laughs> off or whatever. And so it goes, he goes and fights crime. He's really a rich dude who's out there stomping on poor people. Yeah, and like is still like look, we all have trauma. Like it's 2023, all of our lives are miserable. Go to one therapist, Batman. Yeah, you'll get over it. Like this is not not the not the solution. I don't I don't I don't think that I don't know that they've ever shown him going to a therapist in the comics, <laughs> no. which would that would cure him. Yeah, it's it's yeah. And worse than that, he's like a super dick now. Like it used to be like, "Hey, okay, he's out there and he's at least like you know, he had this shit happen to him, but he's out there, you know, trying to help out. Now he's just an asshole to Superman. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the thing, too, making this movie. Like, I really love the, like... I mean, I grew up on the Schumacher Batmans. Like, I loved the Tim Burton ones, but I, I loved Batman Forever. Like, I saw it... <laughs> it, it went, I remember seeing it as a kid, and, like, seeing Nicole Kidman in that movie was, like, an early, like, oh, I think I'm trans or gay or something for me 
because like just seeing her and the way Batman looked at her and like the, the rubber nipples, like you know, some <laughs> some wires got either crossed or just connected so, in think, that moment. There, just everything was pinging for you at that <laughs> exactly. moment. Exactly. Like, oh boy. <laughs> um, and like rubber nipples. <laughs> I just love the I love the colorful campy fun did you, did you like the uh the the little projected question marks anytime the riddler would come on onto the oh, set yeah all the like all the like yeah like the like you said like he's in there like setting up lights <laughs> beforehand like or at least telling someone like hey i want all these question marks projected all over it's like where all the money from like the diamond heist goes to it's yeah. just the, the production design of his lair yeah i like miss those i mean I love the Nolan Batman's like as much as anyone, but I don't it was need cool. any more gritty. Yeah. It was cool to see something like, "Hey, this is Batman realistically," but now we don't need to go darker. It's like how much you know already like this new one. You can't see what's happening, yeah, on screen, <laughs> and it's too. It's way too quiet. It's like, what's next? Let's go back. Let's go back to the uh, let's let's out Schumacher Schumacher. Yeah, no, yeah. I really, I really wanted to make him him proud with with this movie, and I, I hope, I hope, I, I hope in heaven he's watching down. <laughs> Do you think he's in heaven? <laughs> I'd like to yeah. think so, like bat heaven at least. Yeah, at least he's probably in a very specific type of heaven. <laughs> Who, like that? That's where Alfred went when he died. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers for the current comic book. By the way, I know the current writer Chip Zdarsky. Oh boy! If you're listening, Chip, you have a few notes. Is that- <laughs> um. Anyway, so the People's Joker it comes out. Uh, well, it premieres uh, this Saturday. You were telling me nine fifteen. I'm gonna check that uh, against the official record. But uh, apparently, that's your opinion. It comes out nine fifteen this Saturday. Yeah, that is a weird time to. <laughs> It's strange, especially like I can understand if it's an hour and forty five minutes, but it's an it's, hour. And it's a half. an hour. It's a yeah, cold ninety two. So I don't yeah. really know. Maybe they. Ex- and when you say cold ninety two, you me- it was a Mister Freeze pun. Yes, yeah, yeah. You meant to Thank say you that for catching that one too. <laughs> and I play Mister Freeze in the film, uh, which uh, upon your instructions, I recorded approximately forty takes on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Of my li- line lines, I don't know, but uh, I and don't I remember. picked what I would describe as the most Scott Ackerman take. <laughs> I, th- I felt like I did about 40 reads. I was like, oh, the 40th one was actually good. Yeah, yeah, no, but well, that's... <laughs> but, but I bet I bet you didn't listen to it all the way through. No, I, de- I definitely I definitely think the last one, like, if I may do yes. it. Uh, oh, sure. Cool party. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> the most fancy boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wonderful. And people know it's... The, the craziest thing is there's nothing about the design of the character to suggest it's you, but it is like, I mean, to my credit, I guess I'm a good director. Like, I did pick the Scott Ackerman take because <laughs> people know it's you. And yeah. uh, the other people who are in it, you have, uh, Tim is in it, right? Yeah, uh, Tim plays uh, Perry White. It's kind of a Alex Jones version of Perry White. Bob Odenkirk plays Bob the Goon. Uh, Elliot Glazer plays a character named uh, Timmy Two Times. Um, Sarah Squirm? Uh, Sarah... Uh, Maria Bamford now plays Lauren oh. Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah. Sarah that's, was. That's one thing you found you can't do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Sarah was Lauren Michaels. We. She was in the movie before she was cast, and ah, that was one of the on SNL, uh, yes. after. Tiff. That's why she was cast. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, I heard was... someone does a good impression of me. <laughs> You're on the shoe. Yeah. Um, 
Well, this is great. Yeah. Uh, the People's Joker comes out this Saturday. And after that, we don't know, but how can people follow along with the saga? You can follow me at VeraDrew22 on Twitter. Um, I also am doing a, a behind-the-scenes podcast for my Patreon, patreon.com slash VeraDrew22. And, and yeah. Um, What's the 22 for? Is that the year that you started it, or is it... It uh, just rhymes, I think. I think there's also... I think it does. You're right. Like, uh, there's some... Dr- Hold on. Let's, let's test it out. Drew2. Drew too, yeah, and then the, the extra two adds a little bit of it adds like the 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 syllable in between. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, well, uh, people can follow it there. We're going to take a break, and Vera, you can stick around, right? Because we have some yeah. exciting guests. Did you hear who's coming up? We have. Uh, they sound exciting. Yeah, yeah, someone who cleaned uh, ice out of a urinal once, at least, and then uh, someone with an exciting opportunity. Pretty good. Yeah. For, for no. this show? Not bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You've landed some good guests. Uh, I feel very honored to be uh, among this illustrious group. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have more from Vera Drew. We'll have more Comedy Bang Bang. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, what if I just said tough luck <laughs> and then ended it? No. I actually have the perfect gift, and I stand by this one 100%. I've talked about it. Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. How many photos do you think you've taken in your life? Four? More? Well... It's unlimited how many photos you can you can share on this thing. And I, I believe me, I've tested it out. It is super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. And that's what I did. I gave these to all of my loved ones. And we put photos of our new baby into the frame. And they love it. My mom would rather watch the Aura frame than TV. (laughs) She just sits there like watching the new photos come up. She loves it. I love them. I think it's one of the greatest inventions to ever be invented. Thank goodness whoever did it. I couldn't. Mr. Aura, if you're out there, we love you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is A-U-R-A-Frames, AuraFrames.com. Use code BANGBANG at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, is brought to you by Squarespace, our old friends, and Spring. Man, it truly has sprung. No one can argue that. And what do we know about spring? Spring is a time of fresh starts. That's right. You thought January was good for starting fresh? Uh, Spring's gotcha beat. Spring's about rebirth, and that could mean starting a new venture or switching things up on your website. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device, integrated, optimized, optimized, <laughs> SEO tools, allow your site to show up more often and grow the way you want. Plus make checkout easy for customers with easy to use payment tools, accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, 
and in certain countries give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. Selling content on your website? Well, add a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell downloadable files. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch. And I know you're going to be. Go to squarespace.com slash bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, listeners, Scott Aukerman here of Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, I wanted to take one minute, 60 seconds at most, to talk to you about a podcast that you might like, Sound Opinions. Sound Opinions is a podcast hosted by two longtime music critics, Jim DeRogatis and Greg Cott. On the show, they talk to high-profile musicians and industry professionals, authors, filmmakers, and up-and-coming artists that you should know about. Sound Opinions' previous guests include a wide array of artists and bands, including Boy Genius, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin, Mary J. Blige, Super Chunk, many, many more. The hosts also review new music and look back on classic albums of the past. Check out new episodes of Sound Opinions every Friday and bonus episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Vera Drew is here. The People's Joker out this Saturday. At an odd time, 9.15. I would suggest getting there by 9, just in case something happens It starts early. I'm, I'm like wondering if I should show up early just to be on the safe side. Too. I think you should like show up early is... no matter what. I'm so traumatized <laughs> from TIFF that I, I worry that like it is just like not going to happen in some way. Like, an, an You might get one of those cease and desists literally because of this show. Like uh, some, um, uh, you know, the Brothers Warner are listening or something like that, and, and they send you another one. So we'll see. It, yeah. I mean, you're tempting fate uh, by being on this show because it's a very popular podcast, Humanities Podcast, and of course, The Animal Kingdoms. We need to get to our next <laughs> guest. He uh, is the aforementioned person who used to, dump ice in a urinal or clean the ice that was in it or I used take to, ice out. I used, no, I used to dump the ice in the urinal and then the urine cleans the ice out of the urinal. That doesn't sound very sanitary to me. Well, I, we've we've talked before about how cold your urine stream is. <laughs> That's a good point. Everyone else's is incredibly hot and it melts the ice, which gives you a sense of and mine, power. Mine would make the ice e- even more ice, Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it would H- be a glacier. Hence your perfect casting as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Thank you so much. Vera, you must have known. By the way, as far as A-block interviews go, yeah. no shade. That's the best, most interesting, informative interview you've ever conducted. In <laughs> I that? learned something. You were you were at attention, and every and every time you got called out, I was like, "Dang." I mean, it's not bad. I, I think I'm getting okay at this after 14 years. In my 15th year, I'm like, "Yeah, I do all right." Uh, it, this was at he used to do this job at my favorite restaurant, which is called what? The Domios. <laughs> Domios. D apostrophe. The Domios. Domios. That's my favorite restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and he has his own podcast called, uh, what is it called again? Hey, Randy, a Randy Snuts show. Uh, and that's over at CBB World. Please welcome back to the show, uh, Randy Snuts himself. Hello, Randy. I, how could I possibly top that introduction? <laughs> Are you, does every guest come on here trying to top their introduction? I mean, come on, you could just be yourself. I couldn't do better myself, though. Well, you, you don't have to. You're the guest. Oh, you set a high bar, Scott, <laughs> and I'll never reach it. You are very complimentary today, Randy. I'm not used to it. Well, you know, it's a new year, so I have new habits. <laughs> okay, it's good to know. This is Vera, by the way. How you doing, Vera? Hey, nice to meet you. Likewise. I really admire your work. Oh. Really? What do you know of uh, Randy Snuts's work? The ice part of it, or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, the particularly, I, I think I really resonate with, like, the 
that feeling of power, like when the ice is melting and absolutely. Uh, do you, do, would you? That, that was the other thing I didn't know. Like, would you dump the ice and that's the end of your relationship to that particular batch of ice, or would you come in and check on it all the time and well, see, you're, see you're, its progress? Yeah, you have to come in and check to see if more ice needs dumping. But but would you check on it just to see how it's going without? That oh. part of it. <laughs> so, so you're, you're saying would I have a personal relationship with this batch of ice? Sure. Like you just want to know, like, is it melting? Yeah, absolutely. I do. I want to like, know that other people are feeling their power. Like, say you dumped a big thing of ice and uh-huh. they were like, Randy, you're off the clock. You go home now. Would you like wait another half hour? Can't do it. I'm giving you work for free. <laughs> I got to wait until that last cube of ice is melted. And then watch someone else put the, the new batch of ice in. Uh-huh. Then shake their hand. Then we wash our hands together. Then we okay. walk out. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Randy, it's so good to see you. You, of course, a longtime guest on this show. Uh, the saga of, of all of your comings and goings is legendary. Oh, thanks. Uh, you have uh, your friends Amber and Stu, of course. They're on my podcast. Um, my duplicitous girlfriend, Carissa, is on the podcast. And, of course, our ne'er-do-well moron libertarian friend, Mark Padovano, <laughs> is on the podcast. <laughs> and what is going on with Carissa? You mentioned Carissa, but what what, what is... you are, are you guys... Because sometimes you come on here and you're broken up sometimes you're back together Where absolutely i mean it depends on the, the how her devious meter is is flowing you right know? and where is it is it off the charts right, right now? now right now no we're in a good place right now oh good yeah so we're together um i've started a new endeavor obviously i haven't worked at dodomio's in a long time when, and why is that i never knew why you didn't work there anymore suddenly i got there and and there was no ice anymore they just they didn't have an ice budget or what what exactly happened yeah they lost their ice budget and i was the first one cut you know <laughs> pandemic hit pandemic hit and they were like hey we got to scale back we're going to take out and i was like so you don't need <laughs> would you maybe did, did you pitch like maybe i could throw some ice in the bag yeah ice in the, the bag take out and they could put it in their own toilet oh ah uh. I mean, you're reading my mind. I had written little handwritten things stapled to little bags of ice that like said, little like little fortune cookies, but it was they all were the same thing. Oh, what was I mean, it? Well, they all said, if you dare, dump this ice in your toilet at home and pee in it to get a sense of power. <laughs> why is it like it kind of sounds like a threat? <laughs> yeah, if you dare, why why put the if you dare there? It's, it's if you if you dare, yeah. Well, because it seems know, like first of all, you're calling people who don't dare cowards true implicitly yes absolutely why are you afraid to feel this power right why are you afraid to melt ice with your urine stream <laughs> it's hot it's inside well, you but it, you you bring up a good question though why don't we have ice in our toilets all day if it's so great in the urinal at restaurants like why don't we do it at home well because well first off you have to have like an ice machine not everybody has that sure but if you uh, but i mean you could make the cubes yourself like overnight true dump them in in the morning uh-huh then refill them yeah. And then by the time you need more ice, you know, maybe they're they're ready again, you know. I think that it might take away the special sensation of visiting, a, you know, an establishment and going into the bathroom and being like, I have to do my dirty business again. And so then, it's basically oh. why you don't have a maitre d' at your house. It's yeah. This is for the restaurant. Yeah. And I'm not going to be a maitre d' myself. You know, I'm not going to be like, Carissa, right this way. Sit down. I ordered pizza. <laughs> Although it sounds nice. Yeah. She might like maybe, that. Yeah. She might like some special treatment once in a while. Yeah. What do you true. do for her? What do I do? Do you do special things for her? Yeah, absolutely. Like what? I say things like, that was not duplicitous. <laughs> you know, I so I affirm her good behavior. Right. So you think the way that she treats me, I should be nice to her? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I personally, I think you guys should break up. I mean, I've always said that. Yeah, but... well, that's coming That's coming up soon. Oh, you think so? Well, you said you were in a good place. Well, we've broken up like 785 <laughs> times. We're going to get back together. Right. You know? 
because I love the way you lie. Do, what are you going to get married? I mean, do you see that in your future? Children, marriage? I don't know. Right now, we're we're a dink couple. What is dink? What does that mean? Double income, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> Where does she work? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. She's between jobs right now. <laughs> so, I mean, it's her we're like a sink couple right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, true, true. Well, I, but I got a new endeavor. Oh, well, well yeah, your new endeavor. What's so, you know, on? like a couple of years ago, I bought a limousine off of Craigslist. I guess I didn't know that, but okay. Oh, you didn't? I How would I have known that? I announced that on the show. Okay, uh, sure. Okay, I don't remember every single thing we've talked about on the show. Oh, okay. I barely remember the name of my favorite restaurant. Which is apparently Dodomio's? Yeah. Okay, got it. You probably haven't been in a while. No, I, I mean, you know, after COVID, no ice. No dice. No visit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no ice, no dice. <laughs> that's one of those rhymes that we were talking about with Vera. Really. Nice. <laughs> that, that's another one. I know. Thrice. <laughs> yeah, well, now four times, but yeah. Thrice. Fried fried rice. Fried. Yep, there we go. <laughs> hey, there we go. That's, and... that's the Pentagon. <laughs> yes, we did it. <laughs> I, I wonder how many times they have fried rice at the Pentagon. Do you think they deliver? Do, do they get food delivered at the Pentagon, or are people like not allowed to bring food in there? Because if so, that would be a major security breach. I would think this is one of those chimes Vera was talking about not being good for the podcast. <laughs> Why? I'm interested. You want to take a tangent to talk about fried rice at the Pentagon? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I bet they have it every other day. <laughs> I hope so. I hope that for them. They probably do eat it a lot there because I think there is a food court that's like one of the like staples of food court. Is it right food. there in the center of the Pentagon? That would be so cool. Yeah, it's so I, big. That's why they had to build it. They built a food court first. There's like an yeah. Orange Julius and a Derwiner Schnitzel. Sabaro. <laughs> Generals are going Best up there. Pizza being like, could you could you take a paper napkin and kind of press the oil out of that slice of Sabaro? See, this turned out to be a good chime in. It was. It was pretty good. Okay, good. Anyway, so your new endeavor. I have a new endeavor. So I converted you... my limousine into a traveling karaoke station. Oh, I yeah, I remember something like this. So you would pick people up. I pick people up. It's BYOB. They can bring in whatever they want. Oh, wow. Really? Well, then you have to park if you want to drink. Oh, okay. If you want to drink. Well, no, well, I mean, no. If they want to drink, you can't drive around with. I've an always open wondered container. what is what is the the legality of having liquor in the back of a limo? Is it just because it's a limo and there's like a window in between? The... Yeah, and the window on mine is busted. So, oh, okay. I if we get pulled over, they're gonna be like, "Oh, the window wasn't up." Well, like if you were drinking in the back seat of my car and I get pulled over, could I just go, "No, this is a limo." I test your luck, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> just install a window, I guess. I guess, yeah. yeah. There, see, I installed TVs. I got a karaoke machine at this vintage shop in town. I installed that, and now we're good to go. All right. So how uh, you did that how long ago? About a year ago or so? Well, no. I bought the limo a couple of years ago, but I just recently converted into a karaoke station. Oh, okay. So Which is, it's been great. It's been very fruitful. And people love my hosting skills, too. Oh, so you're, are you driving while you're hosting? I'm or? driving, and I have a microphone up front, and then there's one microphone in the back. What's that one for? The people singing? Yeah, the guests. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, that was implied. It's I, not karaoke. You said like, it like it was a special thing. Well, you I, it seemed like you were implying that the karaoke was I drive around and sing karaoke and people just sit in the back <laughs> and booze it up. No, I was not implying that. Okay. I just find it funny that you're hosting while driving. That's okay. uh, that's all I asked you. Well, it's just hosting. You know, I kick things off and then, you know, I get the mood going with a sure. song. You sure. know, I, I have a couple standards that I'm really good at. Well, and, what are you good at? Which ones? Oh, you want to hear it? Uh, not the song, but I just want to hear the title of them. Okay, La Via Rose by Edith Piaf. <laughs> Are you singing it in that language? They're 
in that language, like, you know, absolutely. French, yeah, French. I could give you 15, 20 seconds. Sure, let's hear. It. I've got bars. Okay. Okay, hold on a second. <clears throat> Des yeux qui font baisser les miens, un rire qui se perd sur sa bouche. Voilà le portrait sans retouche de l'homme auquel j'appartiens. Quand il me prend dans ses bras, il me parle tout bas. Okay, je okay. vois la Hold on, hold on It was beautiful for, for the intro part of it. It was? I'm not a trained singer. Uh, no, it sounded amazing. And then suddenly, like, what happened when the, the chorus came? I'm in? not a trained singer. I'm not really sure. It oh, all okay. sounded the same to me. <laughs> But I don't have an ear for music. I don't have perfect pitch. It Why just you, yeah. sounded like range to me. Like you've got. Oh you've got no, 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 no! I've got no range. No, nope. yeah. my music teacher. You're like once... Bruce Hornsby when he went solo. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the amount of times I've gotten in bar fights because people are like, "Hey, motherfucker, you sound like Bruce Hornsby when he went solo," and I'm like, "That's it. I'm gonna cut you up." Um, so if you have no ear for music, why are you doing this? Just it's a money making an opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur at the end of the day. Yeah. Like anybody else. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's my Venmo code. Go oh. ahead, scan it. Uh, oh, all right. Here we go. There we go. All right. Now I'm going to request some cash from you. <laughs> why? <laughs> you, we because didn't... I just serenaded you. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I guess I did ask for it, yeah. but you offered. You're asking for it all the time, my friend. <laughs> Look at that outfit. Bare feet in the studio. <laughs> Hey, this is my home. Oh, still okay. <laughs> I can have bare feet in my own home. I'm not saying you only have to ask for it out in public. <laughs> Clearly, you're asking for it at home as well. And hopefully, I get it at home. No kidding. You're making... Uh, I got a Joker smile looking at those feet. <laughs> right, Vera? How about you? I'm not going to participate in this part of it. <laughs> okay. My friend is my friend is looking uh, exfoliated and hydrated down there. Down there. <laughs> hey, my eyes are above my feet, okay? Somewhere. <laughs> You got to find them, but they're uh, they're up a little bit higher. Okay, I'm going up the body. I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> they're usually towards the top. This is a feast for the senses. The sense of sight. Oh, there they are. Wow, beautiful. Twinkling. That took you so long yeah. to climb up his body. Well, he's like 6'2". Yeah, you're really uh, resting on the midsection there for a long time. I thought I'd see the eyes. There are a few things down there that look like the eyes, but it turns out it's just buttons and belts. <laughs> And bulges, of course. Ah, yeah, that's true. The eyes, the yeah. crotch of the face. For a minute, I, I, th I bet you thought that one of my eyes was popping out like a cartoon, but no, that was just my boner that I have while I record this show. Yep, your your single eye shaped boner, <laughs> single cartoon Popeye. You got an shaped er boner. an early Matt Groening looking <laughs> eye boner down there. How would I describe my boner? Uh, well, 1987 Matt Groening eyes. <laughs> Um, well, this sounds great. So you, I mean, how much business have you received? Uh, pretty good business. You know, all you got to do is like you post a couple things on Craigslist. Local Craigslist is really active for us. Hmm. There's a lot of people that have not abandoned it. Really? Like, oh, uh, yeah. uh, there are a lot of sex workers there. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> do, do people expect that from you when you come and pick them up? Or are they like? Maybe. I mean, that explains <laughs> some of the comments that I've gotten, but I don't discriminate. You discriminate what? People who Against want? Against sex workers. Oh, sure. But no, but... So when you say you don't discriminate, if they want sex from you, you just give the give it to them. Or? No, I don't discriminate that. That's what they think I offer. And then I say no, no. Actually. I was going to say your definition of not discriminating is oh. very different. Yeah. They I, come expecting a sex worker. You don't discriminate, so you do it. No, no, no. I'm not discriminating. You're intimating. 
<laughs> that I am... I'm not intimating anything. I'm just merely asking you questions, Randy. Okay, well, my answer to that question is I say, no, thank you. I'm not looking for that. Would you like to listen to some karaoke of that do so? And then usually they're like... <laughs> when oh. they say... And then the, do they say, when you say do some, what do you mean? <laughs> they do say that. <laughs> they do say that. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And then I'm like, uh, what do you think I'm in? <laughs> wink, wink. And then they're like... Why did you just say wink, wink? Because that's what I say when they say that. Okay, yeah, but, but I'm I'm imagining them saying, why did you just say wink, wink? Oh, yeah, uh, that's exactly what they say. <laughs> and then I say, I'm just, I'm winking at you. You must know what I mean. That's the thing. Uh, winks have gotten a bad rap, haven't they? Yeah. Because anytime you, like, you wink at someone, it's suggestive, supposedly. It's like, no, it's just fun to do. You know, go do it to your friends every once in a while. You're winking at me right now. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. It's fun. Well, those toes are twinkling as much as your eyes. <laughs> See, now you're turning it into a, a weird thing. I, I'm I'll, just winking at you. Why is it weird? Like the, a friend. Okay. The foot is the part of the body. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that. There we go. <laughs> you got me there. I'm not being weird by looking at your bare feet in studio. <laughs> you're parading around showing us right now. I'm not prancing. I'm not parading. For those of you listening at home. Or at work, or I mean, wherever the hell you are, Scott's got his feet up on the table. He's twinkling his toes at us. <laughs> I'm doing sort of a wink with my toes. Yeah, that's, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So this sounds great. I mean, what does Carissa think about all this? I mean, she's against anything that gives me a sense of independence. Yeah. So at first she was not happy about it. And then, you know, I took home uh, a little bit of cash and I took her out to eat Taco Bell Cantina. Oh, the fancy Taco Bell? I love that. Yep. That way you don't have to sneak booze into the Taco Bell. Right. Yes. Because they serve it or I haven't been in one. Yeah. It's like Starbucks Reserve. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love, uh, yeah. I should do Comedy Bang Bang Reserve or something like that, where it's like a better version of this show. Oh, Comedy Bang Bang After Dark. Oh, yeah. We always do, do it during the day. and have a Matt Groening boner whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Peach Pit After Dark, but it's Comedy yes. Bang Bang. I was, I, I used to love that because Peach Pit was just the squarest business in the world. It was a 50s diner, and then it turned into the hottest club in Beverly Hills. In the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, it was, uh, who used to run it? Nate? Was that his name? I don't remember. Remember, uh, the guy, whoever the owner was, he was like, "Oh, I got this! Oh, I got this space in the back. It's like a gorgeous club." Yeah, and he in wasn't Beverly doing Hills, it. he just had like diner supplies back there. Yeah, and then they cleaned them out, and it turned into the hottest club in Beverly Hills. And by the way, where are these fifties diners in Beverly Hills? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen one. They got run out of business. Yeah, Aaron Spelling pulled the plug. Yeah, cease and desist. Ciso and desisto. <laughs> You a big fantasy so? Well, I used to be. Still got the app on my Apple TV. Oh, really? Yeah, it'll kick back to life someday. <laughs> and guess what? It'll have technical difficulties. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, this is this is great, Randy. I uh, you you made some money. Yep, I made some cash. It's a cash only business. So if you want to ride my limo, just bring some cash. Bring some ideas for karaoke songs that you want to sing. Ideas. Well, what about just like names of them? Of songs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you're splitting, you're splitting hairs right now. My <laughs> I just, I just find it funny of like someone coming and going. I have so a few yeah, ideas I want to throw against the wall. Some, yeah, <laughs> like maybe something with like music in it. Maybe something in four four time. Yeah, I'd be like, you're on the right track. <laughs> Keep going. Give me the title of a song and I'll plug it in. <laughs> there we go. Yo, bangers only. I'm not. I'm not. You're a to, bangers only business. A bangers only. You're business. a bob. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I couldn't. You know, I haven't been able to afford like entire catalogs. Right. So I'm just. You're not on the internet on YouTube because 
Did you, you might try that, except, but I was doing it here at the house, and you got to play an ad before every song. Oh, right, yeah. No, I don't want to do that. No. I don't, I don't want to. That would weigh people down when they're trying to make their decisions. So you, or, do you have CDs, or are they downloaded? Or? Yeah, you need to see these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's nuts. They're not on cassettes. <laughs> yeah, we have CDs, so it's bangers only. And, you know, it's. I mean, it's pretty good. People are, people are pretty pleased How many CDs selection. do you have? Uh, probably like 14 CDs. Okay, this is not a lot of songs. You Violent. can maybe fit... 15 songs on a CD? Yep. Yeah. Well, Violent Femmes Greatest Hits, that's like 21 songs. I There's think. a whole karaoke CD for Violent Femmes Greatest Hits? Well, it's not the karaoke it CD. No, it's it's actually it's actually just the Greatest Hits CD, and I turn it down every time the lyrics <laughs> pop up. Like a DJ at a club? Like a DJ they, at a club. When he wants them to sing? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know what? You know okay. What I, mean. I mean, that counts. I would sing along with it. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. seem like a Violent Femmes head. Sure. Why not? Cool. Well, uh, it, Milwaukee's a, own. In a battle to the death, who would win? Violent Femmes or the Bodines? Well, the Violent Femmes, I mean, it's all about the branding, you know? I'd be scared to go up against the Violent Femmes until I met them, you know? But the Bodines, it's like, I don't know. They're probably Christo-fascists now. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great, Randy. I I, I really respect your, your hustle, your get-up-and-go. Thanks. Ain't no bustle without the hustle. Mm, good point. But uh, uh, how long do you think this is going to last? Uh, probably a few months, like most of my other endeavors. <laughs> then I'll either get bored or sick of it, or I'll get fired from my own job. <laughs> how many? How does that happen? How do you get fired from your own like thing? I mean, have you ever fired yourself? Absolutely. You just get in a you get in a fight with the boss, a verbal altercation. Mm. You know, I eat enough CBD, I'm bound to start talking to myself. <laughs> if I say something to myself, I'm bound to disagree. You're eating so much CBD that it's having a psychoactive effect on you. I mean, you've been eating from like, uh, I mean, it's just goop essentially. It's like it, it looks like a like a massage oil or something like that that yeah. you've just been chugging it's right now. Really sticky stuff. <laughs> I melt down all the CBD gems that I can find. <laughs> You know, because most of them don't have more than 0.3% of THC legally. Yeah, right. So you got to melt them down and separate the THC from the actual gem part of it. You got to separate it chemically. Yeah. You got to keep it separated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, when I said chemically, I was quoting Brain Candy by Kids in the Hall. Oh, you were? Oh, interesting. I yeah. didn't realize you were a KITH fan. Well, I am a KITH BC fan. Uh, before what? Brain Candy. Brain candy. Oh, I, that's the Before only thing you Christ. know. <laughs> Everything they did pre pre Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, Randy, this is fantastic. Can you stick around because we have a, a great guest coming up, and I would love for you to to stick around. And I'll stick around for the podcast, and I'll stick around afterwards. Oh, for what? Oh, just ask you advice on how to get your feet so clean and hydrated. <laughs> I mean, when you say hydrated, I mean they're not wet or anything. Yeah, but they're not flaking. Okay. Do feet in your life tend to flake? In my life? Have you seen my friends? I Stu and Amber, yeah, I met them once. Yeah. Hey, will you finally give me your phone number? I'll send you pictures of my friends' feet after this. Uh, I don't think I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do that. But uh Randy Snuts is here. His podcast, Hey Randy, is out there on CBB World. Uh, we also have Vera Drew, the People's Joker. And coming up, we have someone with an exciting opportunity. So this is, I mean, I, I, do you think we'll be excited for them or? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll share in the excitement. That'll be incredible. Let's do it. Let's bring it on. I can't wait to get to this ad break. Faster, because then we'll be beyond that the That will be break. beyond the ad break. Yeah. All right. So let's do it. We're going to uh, all sit here in anticipation of the person's exciting opportunity. We'll have more Vera Drew. We'll have more Randy Snuts. We'll be right back with more comedy. Bam, gang, after this. <laughs> yeah.
Hey everyone, Scott Ackerman of Comedy Bang Bang here. I want to tell you about a headgum podcast that I think you're going to love. Sitcom D and D. Not D and D, D and D. Five longtime friends and Chicago improvisers combine the best parts of two disparate worlds, sitcoms and Dungeons and Dragons. Join hosts Aaron Keefe, Waleed Mansoor, Elizabeth Andrews, Sean Coyle, and Ben Briggs as a halfling bard, a half-orc warrior, a druid bar owner, and an elven princess as they struggle to keep the lights on at their tavern and in bottoms up. Unlike most D&D podcasts, each episode is self-contained, so drop in wherever just like your favorite sitcoms. Subscribe to Sitcom D&D on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Hey, listeners, Scott Ackerman here of Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, I wanted to take one minute, 60 seconds at most, to talk to you about a podcast that you might like, Sound Opinions. Sound Opinions is a podcast hosted by two longtime music critics, Jim DeRogatis and Greg Kotz. On the show, they talk to high-profile musicians and industry professionals, authors, filmmakers, and up-and-coming artists that you should know about. Sound Opinions' previous guests... Include a wide array of artists and bands, including Boy Genius, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin, Mary J. Blige, Super Chunk, many, many more. The hosts also review new music and look back on classic albums of the past. Check out new episodes of Sound Opinions every Friday and bonus episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Uh, Vera Drew is here, director of The People's Joker, going to be premiering this Saturday at Outfest, and then hopefully in your homes after that uh, at some point, uh, where all of the America and the world can see it. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do want people to see it in a theater, um, you know, because I, I worked really hard on it. And uh, also you want that uh, Nicole Kidman thing to play in front of it because you were so into her in Batman Forever. Just, oh, that would be... Do you, do you have the dream. same kind of thing when you see her going, uh, uh, you know, talking about AMC movies and all that kind of stuff? I, you know, I actually really am... You know, when those when those ads started, they did kind of give me some, like, warm nostalgia ping, pings, but I feel like the, like, ironic it's appreciation worn off, yeah. now has kind there of was, ruined it for yeah, me a little bit. Everyone enjoyed it ironically. To the point where, like, three weeks ago I was there and people were applauding. And then since in that three weeks, now people are not applauding for it anymore. Like, everyone's over it again. Yeah. We yeah. might see, like, another cycle of that. But, yeah. Yeah. But I uh, that would be cool to see uh, play before your movie. Yeah, no, it would it would be it would be it'd be great, especially since um, we do have a fully CG version of her in, in my oh, movie. Oh, so really? Cool. Could have kind of a here's what she looks. Actually what was her name like. in that movie? Uh, Dr. Chase Meridian. <laughs> She's a psychologist fascinated with bats. Because <laughs> that's what psychologists do, yeah. is they grow fascinated with someone in the animal kingdom. Yeah. Um, we also have Randy Snuts here. Are you a fan of Batman? Absolutely. I love Batman. All the works. I just remembered the other day that Burgess Meredith is the first penguin. Yeah. that's That blew my mind. What reminded you of that? What made you... Were you watching suddenly Twilight Zone episodes and suddenly he went? Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I was scrolling Twitter and, and Burgess Meredith was trending. <laughs> this is weird. He's been dead since 97. 
<laughs> what's going on? Is and he, wh- what was going on? What did, what did you find out? I have no idea. It was just the new algorithm sucked so much. It was burping out Burgess <laughs> Meredith. And I was like, oh. And then I saw him with Cesar Romero. I'm like, oh my God, that's right. He was the penguin. Yeah. Amazing so at it. I grew up watching the first one. I mean, I like them all, but you're right. I it's gotten too dark. Too dark. Let's let's go uh let's go back pre-Nolan to uh Batman having fun. How about Batman in uh in Godspell? Yes. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that as, could be good, right? As yeah. Jesus or as John the Baptist or uh I guess I, I guess he'd be John the Baptist. Yeah, prepare ye the way of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Now that's something you could bring into the karaoke bus. That's right. I sang that in high school. I was uh, uh, I, I played that role uh, in in high school, and uh, I came from the back of the theater and I walked down the steps toward the stage, barefoot. Uh, <laughs> I tried, <laughs> and then uh, apparently the choreographer, who was uh, uh, a, a former student who was maybe a couple years out of high school, who came back to help out with choreography, she. I was not there for one rehearsal, and she made fun of the way I walked. It did an impression, and it scarred me for life. Oh, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> wow. Scared the shoes right off you. <laughs> That's great. Well, yeah. yeah, you should absolutely sing that. I'd, I'd be honored if you sang that. I would love that. Let's set that up at some point. How do I get a hold of you? I Do I call you? or how? You do, can how leave do a people... voicemail on my voicemail. We're always taking voicemails. We love our callers. <laughs> Wait, this is the voicemail from your program to yeah. book your Uber? I have to call and you sift through those? Yeah, I sift through those. <laughs> and hopefully you just give me an address and I pick you up. But it's 779 This doesn't seem like the most expedient. Let okay, me get through the number. <laughs> I'm trying to promote a show on your Patreon. <laughs> Okay. Our Patreon. But uh, go ahead. 779-379-2679. I'm just saying it doesn't seem like the most expedient way to, to book your services. Oh, yeah. Because so many people are calling for your, your podcast. Well, well, you could text it as well. Okay. We take texts. You take texts? Uh-huh. So you sift through those to find out who wants to book your, your Uber for karaoke? Yep, absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Give it a call. Maybe some people, you, you might get some business after uh, this comes out. I hope we get voicemails pertaining to the podcast, but <laughs> if I get business too, sure, we'll okay, take it. Okay, great. Well, uh, speaking of business, we have someone who has an exciting opportunity coming up, and uh, he's been on this show once before. Uh, please welcome back to the show, Joey Salsa. Thanks for having me. Uh, don't expect me to top that intro. Uh, that was fantastic. I don't uh, expect anyone to top any intro. It, I mean, I don't even think that intro was all that good. You were on once before. You gave my name. You said the information. I've been here once before. That's true. And I got to say, as a, a frequent listener this time and the one other time I've been on here, best B block I've heard, best A block. So wait, you listened to the one episode you were on before. Yeah, you make you make us sit here before we talk. I don't know if people know that. So um, I mean, what, where else are you going to be? I could be running errands. <laughs> could, what kind of errands would you run you instead of being est- here? You could give me an estimate of what time I needed to be here and I could walk in. But no, it was fantastic. I learned, I learned the phrase dink. Never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vera called you a fancy boy in A block. I like that. You kind of <laughs> just let it roll right off you. Um, we, we named. I didn't it. take offense to that. No, Should yeah. I have? No. no I, tone complimentary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, Based on his feet, how could he not be fancy? <laughs> right. We named the look of your, your boner. It was, uh, it was all fantastic. There was also some musical stuff in there. And, and that is my wheelhouse. I am. I, That's right. You're a composer. Is that right? Yeah. I, I like to write musicals uh, that uh, my hope is that they're musicals that don't exist. Last time I got burned a little bit by that. Yeah. Last time you came on, I guess you were doing, you, you got deep into the role of you were writing a musical about Alexander Hamilton and you, you got very deep into the process where you weren't even looking at phones 
And you didn't realize that a very popular musical had already come out. Yeah, I was living like Alexander Hamilton at the time. My musical was called Alexander the Great, not the one you're thinking about, Hamilton. Uh, and then I started presenting it, and you said that a lot of my songs were very similar to the song. It was very weird because musically they were note for note. And that and that could be my my stepson writes most of my music and he turns these these tunes around real quick. Okay, but and he wasn't doing the whole process of not I'm writing the lyrics and then I give him these lyrics and he just comes and he's like I got the I got the track. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, "Wow." It I sounds didn't... to me like he's not a writer, he's a guy who bought an instrumental CD of the latest <laughs> Hamilton. Like I honestly could be. I tried to I went home, I tried to talk to him, locked himself in the room for weeks, didn't get let me get a word in edgewise. Hmm. But anyway, I realized my mistake was that I'm not Alexander Hamilton. So uh, if I'm writing about... Hold some... on, your mistake in writing this musical is that you're not Alexander Hamilton? <laughs> well, yes, because what do they always tell you in writing? Uh, Vera can help me here. Write what you know. Write what oh, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. Right. I would have made the know. same mistake. Right, yeah. So I'm, I'm writing about... I was trying to write about things that people might not know about, but then I was like, no one knows about me. Why don't I start writing about myself? Then it can't be anything that's ever been done before. Okay, because well, great, yeah. This, this is actually my life. Every human being has a unique perspective upon this world, so uh, this sounds good. So you've written a musical about your own Yeah, life? so, so the, 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 I was trying to think, what's my best time of my life? But uh, When did I really get happy? And I was thinking, it was mostly when, for a little while, I would go to small town to small town, and I would try to... Why the small town? Well, because Why I was... big towns? Well, I, after I finish my sentence, you'll figure out. Because <laughs> I was trying to scam these people into thinking that I was a, a music guy. And that I would try to get all the kids to buy instruments and then they'd give me all the money and then I would <laughs> leave town. And so if it's a big town. This is something you used to do. I you loved used it. to go from oh, town to town it. as a musical <laughs> instrument salesman. Loved it, yes. And but they would give you half the money for or how much would you take? Would you take all the, of it? I'd say as much as I can, yeah. I'd say, hey, come on, don't worry. I know the guy. I know the guy. Let me place the order. So you, they would place the order for these instruments. You would skip town, get before, out of town. The, before the instruments. So came. it was it was it was amazing. And and so then I said, well, let me write let me write a couple of songs about that, you know? I mean, it's a very interesting life. Do you have a song? Uh, I do have one. I, I actually have a few, but uh, why don't we start with the first one? Okay. Um, so this is this is based on your life. Uh, as a traveling salesman or as a traveling con man. Correct. Uh, all right. 76 trombones led the big parade. That is way too many trombones. There's only 82 kids that are even in the band. Why did everybody pick to play trombone? Here's my theory why it happened. Randy Johnson picked first. And he's a cool kid, so everyone did what he did. But now I got so many trombones, and I got no flutes or drums. And two kids carrying the front, the flag, they die. So now it's mostly trombones, and the song doesn't have trombones. And what are you gonna do with all the trombones and the everything? And if okay, you okay. gotta. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. Let me. Joey Salsa. Yeah. First off, I, I I have to say, when when you mention the premise of this, you know, the execution can differ. Everyone can have the same idea. There's a lot of parallel thinking in, in arts, you Multiple know. Multiple discovery. Yeah. yeah right. the, Arm- the, Armageddon and Deep Impact. Exactly. But but the execution you hope is a little different. And yours is a little different. Great. Not maybe not different enough. Oh. I, I I do have to say that the the song seventy six trombones exists in a musical with the exact same premise oh. as your life called the Music Man. Oh, okay. Well, mine's called the Instrument Guy, so it's different in that <laughs> okay. way. Okay, is the song all about how there's too many seventy six is way too many trombones? No, it's the perfect amount in that. <laughs> Whoa! But they they it, love the fact that there's seventy six trombones in a small town. 
I know. It, yeah, it doesn't make. Way I mean, yours makes more sense. Trombones. Way, yeah. Okay. It I guess sounds the, like the thing that doesn't make as much sense is mm-hmm. why do you care how many trombones there are? Because you're not even. Well, that's the one. That's the one town that I stayed in. So I actually <laughs> did. Actually, again, that's kind of more of an ending song. But I want. Mm. I want to start strong. And that's then, that's how the musical ends. Well, it's, uh, I don't exactly remember, but it's pretty close to the end. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close to the end. Yeah. And yeah. so and so it's it's like um and so that's me actually leading and I I lead the the band through it and but then it's just so that's tr- when they get their instruments you trombone stay there, after and then trombone can, after yeah. trombone after trombone and yeah how many trombones is too many trombones would you say i'd say over like four that? yeah wait so but you had 72 more trombones to sell to this small town your inventory must have been pretty big <laughs> yeah no well because i i just do it on amazon right <laughs> so yeah. once they tell you are you a prime money. member <laughs> yeah yeah i joined <laughs> I Otherwise, that gets so expensive. Yeah, just to watch the show. So the title really. makes sense. You're a third party instrument guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, and and so and did, again, have, did you consider calling it third party instrument guy instead of just the instrument? I'm guy? open to that. I'm. O- I was trying to go. I thought last time I made the mistake with too many words in my title, so I was trying to. What go, was it the last time? The Hamilton. Alexander one? the Great, oh, not the right, one you're thinking of, Hamilton. Right. And so this time I thought I'd just keep it compact. I mean, it it definitely tells you what you're in for. The third party instrument guy. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, he's not a guy who's like out there making the instruments, right? Yes, absolutely. He's not a guy who carries them around with no, him. No, no, no. I sometimes do this with my hands, which I know isn't great for podcasts. By the way, yeah, for podcasts, he's like sort of conducting an imaginary orchestra, conducting yeah. like Tar. Yeah, exactly. Lydia, yeah. or should I say Linda? <laughs> you a big Tar fan? Yeah, I watched it on an airplane. You a Tar heel? I'm absolutely a Tar heel. <laughs> I'm one of Dean Smith's boys. I love the movie Tar. <laughs> Uh, rest in power, Dean Smith. Anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, that's okay. I, I well, mean, that's. I think it's a little too close. Okay. It sounds like the same. Is your so, your stepson? Yeah. Com, your composer still? Because it yeah. also sounds exactly like he did the it music again. From the, yeah, it, it sounds it like he just got an instrumental track. From, okay. Okay. All right. Well, maybe sort of like the instrumental tracks that uh, Randy here plays on his. Uh, yeah. Maybe you could hook up with his. Yeah, I'm also not a music guy. This is just this is all temp audio. If anyone's wondering, I'm not. I don't. This is temp. I audio. don't think I need to be the star of this. I, I, I'd love to borrow those, or I'd even I'd even reward you handsomely for it, because like I said, I mean, almost none of my tracks are instrumental. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's <laughs> almost. That's none. like that's what. Uh, yeah, I'm here just to make money and stuff. So if that. Yeah, if we want to set something up, that'd be awesome. Right. Well, here's some cash in my pocket. Oh, heck yeah. Thank you. Yeah. How much did you just give him, Randy? Three dollars. I don't know. That's not but for uh, one song, I got some more. So maybe by the end of this I'll have like fifteen dollars. Okay. Why you have five songs? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get to the second one then. Well, yeah. So okay, so there was this one town where this this kid, he was a real wiener of a kid, you know? Mm. But I was trying to sleep with his mom. And so I'd (laughs) hang out with him and he'd always (laughs) Did you ever get there? Uh, I think it, maybe at the end of the music, I'll like I'll, I'll grab her butt a little bit and wink, so you so you think that it might happen. <laughs> is, now is that a wink like a suggestive wink, or is that a wink between friends? Good point. That one actually was suggestive, but my my, okay. my shoes will be on, so it'll be confusing okay. for the audience. <laughs> okay. um, so this next one, he would always sing about how much he loved his town, uh, and so this would be this is this this and and this one musicals I realized are long; they take forever. And so this song to is, write or to watch. Ooh, I mean, to both of them, really. Yeah. They want them to be like, you know, a couple hours because they want intermission. They want to sell drinks. So I had to get a I saw six the other night. It was 90 minutes, no intermission. Well, there you go. I felt a little cheated. I oh, see, and that's my point. Yeah. And that is exactly my point. So this song, I, I, it's about- It's like a six implies it's going to be six hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking- Turned out it was the number of performers. I was thinking six songs. <laughs> it's like it could have been either. I thought it'd be the woman- Hours, number of performers? The woman from Blossom. Uh, while, yeah, that's while we're a good point. doing topical Beverly Hills 90210 stuff, let's, <laughs> let's dip into a Blossom reference. Poor Six. Uh, oh, poor Six. She was an icon, and we didn't recognize it. Hats. Yeah. She started hats, from what I remember. Yeah, she she did. <laughs> she was the first person on TV to wear hats. Yeah. yeah. 
No one was allowed to. It was like, remember the I Love Lucy where uh, they couldn't even go to the bathroom or mention she was pregnant? That's right. And then, like, no one was allowed to wear hats until Blossom. And then suddenly, like, everyone's wearing them. People don't remember it. First, to- first toilet was on Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> That's what Joey said when he saw Six's hat. Yeah. He's like, you, you can't wear that. <laughs> that was his catchphrase. His <laughs> catchphrase was, you can't wear that. <laughs> you can't wear that. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> so, so you have another song. So yeah, and this, and this song I'm going to have be really long. I'm thinking like maybe a 45 minute song. 45 just, minutes. On, oh, okay. Just to, just to pad out. Kill up yeah. some time. Yeah. 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 This, this is right, number two. Here we yep, go. Number two. Yeah. All right. Here we go. This is from. Uh, instrument third-party instrument guy gary indiana gary indiana not louisiana paris france new york or rome also not buffalo or phoenix or seattle or new zealand or madrid or other cities here are some minneapolis and glendale and there is a and another city that i'll tell you about and it's okay, not that all right, all right i gotta stop you here so your plan is to do a 45-minute song where you just name places that are not Gary, Indiana, even though you've named Gary, Indiana at the very top of the song. Don't tell me that happens in the other in the other one. No, there there is a song called Gary, Indiana in uh-huh. the other one. Okay. But it's a, a point of pride about the, the little child is very proud to be from Gary, Indiana and, and sings about its qualities. Right. Not just what it is not. Oh, okay. Huh. This does sound like an interesting, like, nihilistic kind of depressing version okay. of of the of the music yeah band. depressing boring okay yeah i did i mean those are qualities that i think i connect to yeah really flips it on its head though when it's just not these other cities you're like dang that's there's like, a lot of cities that that are not like gary indiana yeah. yeah i would probably around like the you said that song was 45 minutes long yeah Probably around like minute thirty, I'd I'd say Gary Indiana again and be like, "Whoops!" <laughs> oh right, <laughs> no, it is Gary Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> sorry everyone. Then give go back it, to other cities or put a like... reminder in there. Oh like, yeah, a reminder. That's good. It I am in Gary Indiana, right. not and then go back into the knots again. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, I guess I didn't realize how many cities there were. I thought there were maybe twenty, but it seems like there's a lot. Yeah, and and even in in my thing, he he lists some countries too. Oh okay, <laughs> like know. which? Well, Zimbabwe, uh, not New, Paris. France, New York. That's not a country. France. That's not a country. France. Paris. Uh, France. Okay. France, you got one. Yeah. And then, <laughs> not Paris, France. And then though. Louisiana is a state, which, so it's not just cities. It, I'm opening it up, I guess. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. You have a third song? I do. Yeah. Okay. So this one, um, this one, I think women uh, should, should learn from men about um, when to kiss. So I wrote this song. <laughs> Wait, so you, this is not part of the play? This no, no, is no. just a song you wrote about yeah, what no. you think women should This Sorry. is part of the play. I, it's, my, it's my friend. He's my sidekick. And, uh, and he, he, he sings about when women should kiss. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> now a woman who'll kiss on the very first date is usually a hussy. And a woman who'll kiss on the second time round is anything but fussy. But a woman who waits till the third time round, head in the clouds, feet on the ground. She's the girl you glad you found. She's your shapoopy, 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 shapoopy. That girl is not a whore. Shapoopy, shapoopy. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> it was exactly the same until... Until... The chorus. No the, way. There's no way that a musical about a, a music man has a character just singing when when women should kiss on dates. No, no, there, there is. Your interest and the original writer Meredith Wilson, I believe's interest, 
really align. Wow. Incredibly. But um, the, the only difference was it, uh, the original, of course, is Shapoopy, Shapoopy, the girl is hard to get. Not the girl is... Well, a, modernized, I guess. Yeah. Too modern. Yeah. Okay. Still, it's, 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 the, it, it's the song choice, the melody itself. Your stepson is fucking you. Right. Yeah. 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 Because if, if, it, if it were a different melody, then, you know, it, it would probably be unrecognizable. Does he give you the melodies first and you write the lyrics to it or vice <laughs> no, versa? I write, no, I write the songs. I write the songs and then it just, he gives me the song and, and, and the tracks, they match up perfectly. I thought it was like Elton John and his writing partner. Bernie Taupin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But let, much like, I let, you know, much if you're like, gonna be a songwriter, you should like learn the names of other songwriters. Well, much, much like me them. and my stepson, I don't want anyone to think of my stepson. What's his name? <laughs> Let's not even get into that. <laughs> Let's not get into it. No, because then all of a sudden, everyone's gonna be like, oh, he's, he's where's he getting these songs from? This guy's a genius. All of a sudden, you know. But then Elton John, me, Joey Salsa, is what it's all about. So you know? You're the Elton John in this. <laughs> yeah. It's still going to be about you. Okay. You know? We're not trying to give your stepson credit. We're okay. trying to give him criticism. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Then his name's Doug. Oh, Doug uh, Salsa? Uh, no, I wish. He refuses. <laughs> you, you, oh, you want it? You yeah. want him to take your last uh, name? Yeah, I'd like to. No, nothing else has my name except for, of course, the stuff you dip in. Right. Yeah. That's salsa. the one The one thing that shares the And the dance. Salsa. Yeah. Oh, too, okay. I feel better about it now. Yeah. But what would it give you if he took your last name? Oh, I guess I... Oh, A feeling I, of power, much like peeing on ice? <laughs> yeah. It feels like I'd maybe feel as if my life might be worth... You know, I've created something. I left something behind, not just a failure at every attempt I try to create art. And I'm fa- failing again and again. This is again. only your second appearance. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> You'll fail many more times. Oh, okay. Like. Fantastic. All right. Great. You well, have, a, you have a, another song? I do. Well, so, okay. This, this one wasn't going well, obviously. I can tell. So I will, let me just adjust completely. This is a different time in my life. Um, I was, uh, I was uh, kind of a complicated story. I was uh, learned music by a, a nun who came to live with us and have sex with my dad, and uh, <laughs> she would teach us kind of. Like, she came song. there expressly to have sex with your dad. <laughs> yeah, I guess the nunnery was like being really mean to her and like mm. telling her they would like write songs about how she, you know, I don't know, was a weirdo or something, and so she came here, and then they were like, I think they were actually trying to do it in a weird so way. I think they a, were winking. This actually. is a different musical, uh, or this is part of the same. This the, is, oh no, the this third is party instrument. Yeah, guy. yeah. This, I'm, this is a different one. I, I'm adjusting. Okay. Uh, this one isn't fully finished, but I do have this song. So, so you came here prepared with two music. Well, yeah, and then I do. If I need to adjust again, I can adjust again. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so, um, so, what's this song about? Well, this one's about. This is like kind of me learning about how to sing, basically. Okay. So, this you is learning song. how to sing. She would teach me, and then I would also. This is like my ch- as a child. This is me learning with my siblings and stuff. So we're okay. all we're all singing. <clears throat> all right, this. And... So a deer, a female deer, ray, a drop of golden sun. Me, a man looking for Russia poopy, and girls, they always kiss too soon. So I tell them they're a slut, or I'll tell them they're a whore. I can't bring you to meet my mom. It's the third date when you kiss da da da. Dumb, you slut. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. I have to stop. Okay. I don't like that kind of talk. Okay, fair. On 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 this program or any other. The deer? <laughs> no, no. The, How the dare sh- you bring animals into this? <laughs> the shaming of uh, that kind of language is not. It's not uh, for pleasant conversation. Did somebody nor, hurt you? Or oh, yeah. Yeah, good, great question. No, what, this, yeah, what happened? Well, that was actually what I was trying to do on that one was I was going to show you as a child and then how I how I how I changed like that. So that's me as a child thinking those well, are child how, thoughts. But what, what happened to you personally to, to give you this sense that women should kiss on the third date. And if they don't, they need to be denigrated like that. Well, I think that's just the perfect time to kiss. 
Based on what? You 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 have a wife because you have a stepson. Well, I guess here's maybe here's what we're not understand. It's like I'm a man, and I think that I know what's best for women. Is that? Am I not getting (laughs) that across? No, that's coming across. That's part of it. Yeah, it's very (laughs) okay. Well, yeah, maybe my dad used to whistle. He used to have a whistle, and we'd all line up, and then line up to do what? To just uh, be inspected or to <laughs> oh, sing. Oh, I see. To... <laughs> I thought you meant to take turns on the whistle. Oh, no, we'd never get to the whistle. There's oh, a I lot wish. of patterns here. I wish we could whistle. <laughs> I wish we could whistle. But okay, I'll just do one more because maybe, I feel like uh, maybe have, I'm not representing myself. You brought myself. two more tracks. Okay, well. <laughs> You're just going to do one? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll do one and then you can decide. If... We'll call the audible. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's this but, next one? So this is, now this is to show you how I've grown as a human. This is, I. This I, is much later in Much the later in life. I was living in, in New York City hmm. and I was at the, Every, I lived in this place at the first of the month. The guy who owned the building always wanted me to pay money. And I hated to do that. Yeah. I hated giving him money. I think we know where this is going. I hated we'll just, giving him money on the we'll first of the month. We'll just start the track. And so this is a song just about how I hated yeah. giving this guy money at Here the first go. of the month. And, and so you got to understand, this is me in New York City with all my no, friends. No, I understand okay. all of this. Yeah. It seems like your family. 525,600 minutes. 525,000 moments so dear. 525,600 minutes That is too long to wait to be my show poopy It's the third date, it's the third date How can I make this clear? Okay, I gotta you stop you before you... Before you year. No, no. Oh, no, I don't say any of the, this. I don't say any of that. Oh, you, uh, but no, it's a good stop. Yeah, it was a good stop, I think. <laughs> don't, 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 don't play again. Boy, so you didn't denigrate women in that one? Well, no, because this time they waited too long, I think. <laughs> They waited a full year. And I think that is, I think we can all agree. If you well, wait, what if the dates only come like one every four months? Oh. Then it'd be the, it would be the third date. It would, but it would be a full amount. calendar year. That is perfect. I think yeah. I got to add a second. I got to add a second. You got to add a second to explain verse. That, that's from a, not no, that's from a different musical already. All right, of yeah, this is from a different one. Yeah. That's no, what no, no, no. This is from a different one that also exists named uh, by the name of Rent. Oh. Doug fucked you again, man. Yeah. What does your wife say about all this? Because you're like, you're actually like, you're being deceived by your stepson. What's right. your wife's name? Um. Well, would you believe it if I actually don't have a shoe poopy? What? What? You have a stepson without a shoe poopy? Yeah. I. Uh, Where? What happened to the shoe poopy? I. Well, I started talking about some of my beliefs about other people. You know, she'd introduce me to a friend. She'd say, "Have you met Carolyn?" Brandon, they started dating, and then I found out that sometimes they would date, kiss on the first date, and I'd be just horrific to them the entire time they were over. Mm. And so uh, she eventually, yeah, she eventually, she left. She left, but she also left. Yeah, her you got full on. custody of. <laughs> well, because the game system, the game system set up in his room, he was just used to that, so oh, he didn't want to. I see. He didn't, you know, kids these days they're always playing their games. They love their gaming. What gaming system is he onto? I think a Twitch, Switch. <laughs> He's playing. He's playing. He's, he's playing, playing Switch, Switch on Twitch. Switch on he's Twitch? Play, yeah, he watches. Wow. He watches Switch on Twitch. Yeah, he just watches it. Yeah, he's not even. Playing. So when you say the, the gaming system, anywhere. it's a TV. Yeah, he could go anywhere. He puts it in CPU mode and demo mode, That's and he right. watches it on Twitch. That's right. Yeah, gotta get Doug in here. It sounds like an interesting. Game. Yeah, can okay. Doug come? Doug salsa? Okay, yeah, yeah. Or Doug, whatever his name is. Yeah, I, I would love Doug. to talk to him at some point. Sure, because honestly, like these songs have been a bust. Okay, that I, I, you know. If truly this is parallel thinking, right? I have to say it's really impressive that okay. you keep hitting on these things that are very, very popular with minor, slight alterations. But I'll take—I I heard a couple positive words in there, so I'm willing to take those. Yeah, minor, slight. Yeah, I, I would love to hear a song that's just about how you—the positive things about kissing on the third date. Yeah, what do you like about kissing on the third date? 
Uh, what feels good about it? Is it the anticipation, the buildup? I've had two dates that went well. We know each other now. We're not kissing just to kiss. We actually want to. Um, if we waited for the fourth date, of course, then there'd be too much pressure on that fourth date. Because right. then it's like, well, we haven't kissed. Are we friends? And a full or year. And a full year. I mean, don't even get me started. Of course, it cut asterisk. Unless it's once every four months, like you busted me on. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, once every... Uh, Always looking for that technicality. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. The loophole. I do have I do have one final song. It's about... Do you now? <laughs> We can we can always save it, but it, no, it, no. I, uh, why save it when we can spend it right now and never talk about it ever again? Yeah. So this this actually is. Uh, well, when my wife was leaving, I was texting. You can start. You can hit six. If oh, you I want. can. Oh, I can play. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, six. Put a hat on. So I was um, texting with her, my wife's sister, and then she texted me something. And because of where the <laughs> oh, comma was placed, that. because of where the comma was placed, I figured maybe she actually likes me, and maybe she was trying to date me. And so this is a song. I wanna fuck, I wanna suck, I wanna fuck him I wanna fuck, I wanna suck, I wanna fuck him I wanna take down my pantaloons and put my butt in the air And put his butt next to my blower, but bubble, I invented that Yeah, we invented two butts, I'm making a bubble And fucking sucking and I want to fucking suck him I wanna fucking suck and that's what I wanna do to him And it would be nice and the butt bubble Don't forget I invented that And here's the part where I act it out (laughs) Please don't act it out Oh god Oh Jesus, okay Stop, Joey, you sang this last time yeah, I just, did you forget? No, I just I like that one. <laughs> That's a banger. <laughs> you got bangers. You can only. sing that one in my bus. <laughs> oh heck yeah, yeah, yeah. In your okay. Butt. All right, so I made three dollars and I got a and I got a gig. Well, I'll give yeah. you I'll give you some more cash for that one. Ah, oh, two more dollars, five dollars and a gig. Yeah. Wow. Well, Joey, look, uh, I I would wish you luck, but I don't want you to have luck because I don't want someone like you to succeed. Okay, <laughs> I get it. You know, not a new boundary drawn for Scott. <laughs> All right, we're running out of time. We only have time for one final feature on the show. That is, of course, a little something called Plugs. I am sitting in the morning listening to the podcast. I am waiting for Scott Ackerman to open up the plug bag. And he opens it only halfway, but then opens it fully. And we're hearing all the plugs the guests have to share. I have a feeling someone watching me and so I raise my head. There's a man on the outside looking inside. Does he see me? No, Joey, is he this doesn't you? really see me because he I, sees his own I love reflection. how original this song is. Scott Ackerman. Hey, Scott. Scott. I'm listening to Comedy Bang Bang right now. Scott. I'm a piss pig as well. Scott. Scott. <laughs> hey, can I get some more coffee over here? That's for my I Fill this up halfway then start talking to a customer. Come on, Tom. You gotta do 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 your job. Okay. That, gosh, <laughs> wow. That was uh, Plugs Diner by Michael Muto. Or Muto, not sure. But This uh, might be one of your most musical episodes of all time. It yeah. truly is, yeah. I mean, from the comedy bang bang theme to that. <laughs> the singing earlier, my son. Maybe we should. Is there a way to get I this out? I wasn't going to include that. But, oh, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you want a soundtrack put out? Is that what you're angling no, I was for? I wonder if there's a way that we could like advertise to music lovers that this is the episode to check out. <laughs> like, could we somehow get this in the broad? Is there like a Broadway museum or something? <laughs> there should be a Broadway museum where they have like Broadway theaters in there. Yeah, like a songs hall of fame. <laughs> songs only. Songs only. So th- there would be one wing that's just for songs only. 
Yeah. What? No, the whole <laughs> Hall of Fame is for songs. Just for songs. Yeah. Just so you for songs. what? You walk in and you just hear the songs because yeah, and it's, then it could be a small museum. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> All the songs at once. People would go crazy and they'd run out, but they they have to pay admission first. Maybe we open it next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and yeah. then if you can't get in or if you want to go to another one, you come over to songs, yeah. make a little bit of money on the top. You guys are really on the same wavelength. You here, get the I overflow. Think. Yeah. It yeah, seems absolutely. to me like you're getting excited by this idea, and you might abandon the limo idea. <laughs> absolutely no. Okay. Sorry. No way. It's all bangers. Everything's going great. You know, Joey's going to join me in the limo. It's going to be fantastic. Okay. All right. I don't understand these new boundaries, Scott. What new boundaries? Look, I want you I want you to succeed, Randy. Oh, thank you. If but, you're happy. But, but you, you want Joey to happy. fail. Yes, I want Joey to fail. <laughs> all right, let's 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 plug things. Uh, Vera, what do you have to plug? Obviously, The People's Joker is coming out. Um, how how do people get tickets for this? Uh, on the Outfest website, it's I will say it's it's a very confusing uh, website. Okay, um, but yeah, follow- what's confusing about it? The way like uh, it's it I'd say I describe it as top heavy. It's just a lot of links mm, and sort a of lot like of, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that could be complimentary in other contexts, I guess. But, <laughs> top uh, heavy bottom feeder right here. If you Google, so uh, when it applies to a woman, it's great, but a website, it's bad. Yeah. What are we even doing, <laughs> Joey? You should write a song about that. <laughs> Got it. I'm already down. Yeah. Um, just follow me on Twitter, Vera Drew twenty two. Yeah, you'll do. You'll direct everyone there. Yeah. Anything else happening uh, for you uh, that you want to plug? This is your plug time. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 yeah, just uh, be on the lookout for for the people's Joker. Hopefully, be constantly vigilant. Yeah, and and bother w- James wake up Gunn. Nervous. Uh, like like tell James Gunn uh to not sue me. Uh, I'm sure he won't. He'll he's pretty chill about these things. Now, again, that's a pun. Yes, oh. based upon my character, Mr. You're Freeze. You're still in character. I know. I've, I've never left. Yeah, surprised you. This is like two years ago. Work. You you yeah. contacted yeah. me and I Fair recorded off. this for sixty seconds on my phone. I'm hoping for a theatrical release. Obviously, I love the magic of the theater, just like Nicole Kidman. Yes. I think that's when the Venn diagram feels good in a place like that. Absolutely, the Venn diagram of me and Nicole Kidman is we like movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. I, you, do you, have you ever Tom been to Cruise Australia? Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, is there a VOD release plan? There will be. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident about the VOD release plan. The, the thing we're holding out for is, is theatrical, and, and that has been the, the kind of big sticking point. But I, I can't get into the specifics. But I do have people th- 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 smarter than me, hopefully, mm-hmm. helping us put together a, an art house run. Uh, the end of this year or sometime early next year. Hopefully. How about December 25th? That's a great day. Yeah. yeah. Perfect yeah. time for a third date, too. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> right at the end of the year. Right right. The end of the- <laughs> uh, Randy, what do you want to plug? I'll plug uh, season three of Righteous Gemstones on HBO. That's right. It's at, uh, out now. At Stream on Max. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. That's an Instagram handle. Check it oh, out. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's coming out right now. Uh, catch up on that. Uh, Shrink is streaming on Peacock. I believe it's been extended for another 12 months, which is great. Oh, that's wonderful. And uh, what else? I, I think I have plans to put out the hentai zine that I made for you. Oh, great. Oh, you do. <laughs> Limited release. Uh, maybe <laughs> a little funny. sale for charity. That's oh. right. You were at our live show in Los Angeles, and you made a a, a little hentai magazine for me. I did, yeah. <laughs> and I, I since then, I still have no idea what hentai is. Sure. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think, but I think we there's something up in the sky. It's a bat. I, it's a bat signal that says bullshit. 
<laughs> I think I mentioned it to Cool Up, and I said, "Is it this?" And she said, well, "Not really." But um, and Joey Salsa, what do you want to plug? First, I'll get to the bottom of that hentai mystery for you, and I'll come right back. I'll text okay. you. I'll call whatever whatever sure, works for you. Hentai musical. Yeah. Uh, I've been. If you're in LA, you can watch Holy Shit Improv uh, live. It's a great comedy show with all your favorite uh, comedy bang bang performers. You can also watch it from anywhere in the world uh, at our Patreon. Uh, and on uh, this Saturday, we made sure to end it before even night. communist China, <laughs> especially, especially. It's not jail. Blocked in Ch- communist China. <laughs> no, we have a workaround. We have a great workaround. Oh, okay. uh, so we're excited. And we're, we have a, a all day improv festival that we're ending at 9 p.m. this Saturday. So everyone can come to the improv festival and then go check out Veer's uh, movie. Oh, it ends right at 9. It ends right at 9. That must be why. It's That's why yeah. you did 9.15. We're 1, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. And 15 minute travel time, and you're there. It, and you're there. We got we got Edie Patterson, Lily Sullivan, John Gabris, Lisa Gilbert. Is Edie back in town? Uh, she confirmed that she's doing the show. Wow. <laughs> so, right, I love so, it. so we'll see. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we're just keep checking it out. Check out all of our shows uh we're gonna start being uh every other week at ucb and i think we're the only streaming show at ucb so if you want to see what ucb looks like on an improv thing go to holy shit improv. guess what you're gonna be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> well but we have some camera angles and li- not we they have a camera angles lighting it, mm, it's pretty okay. cool uh, i want to plug look uh first of all the comedy bang bang book is still out there going strong there may be some news about it coming up about a, a new edition uh so uh, stay just a t- tuned to this show one of these episodes, I'll tell you about it, but uh, people can get the info for that anywhere books are sold, but also at cbbworld.com slash book. While you're at CBB World, look, we have so many great shows. Hey, Randy. 779-379-2679. That's right. Hey, Randy is now out twice a month from what I'm told. And uh, yeah, it might uh, be that... a lot of uh, other CBB presents. You uh, heard it here first. That's right. We have uh, Heinz. I'm proud to meet you. Uh, as well as this book changed my life. Bill Walton. Bill, yeah, Walton on Walton, as well as uh, w- uh, what's his other show called? It's uh, the uh, not Walton on Walton, but I mean he did those. But uh, uh, you know he travels the world and stuff like that. So many good shows over there, as well as ad-free episodes of this show, as well as our back catalog. Don't go too far back, maybe one or two years. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So you're saying that people can go far back, but you just you're saying warning yeah, please don't, don't go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just one or two years, maybe. But you stand by everything that was said in this episode. Uh, <laughs> not everything you said necessarily, but uh, I mean, when did you stop listening, Vera? You uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe like around like up till two years ago. Okay, so, yeah. So yeah. I mean, before then, uh, dicey, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was outraged and I stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all of that is over at cbbworld.com uh, as well as all of our other shows and uh, an exciting time over there right now. All right, let's close up the old plug bag. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Bag, 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 That's good. No, 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 no. Look at her. Bag, bag, bag. What are the lyrics that? Yeah, that was simply closing a wonderful plug bag by Chuck Dunker Dippy Dots. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I want to thank my thank my guests. Hey, grazie, 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 very true, grazie. Great to see you. I uh, you revealed your real accent. <laughs> yeah, finally, finally. The barefoot Contessa over here. <laughs> uh, Randy, always good to see you. Great Please to come see back. You. Uh, Joey, uh, you 
uh, told me that you uh, want me to uh, play track six again for you. Is that right? All right, here we go. This is Joey Salsa. Thanks for so being here. Not, you have to understand, it was a text that my, my yeah. ex's sister sent me, but because she put the comma after dear instead of the comma after another spot, I thought maybe she's interested in me. So then I wrote this little song that it goes a little something like this. <laughs> I wanna fuck, I wanna suck, I wanna fuck him. Alright, we'll see you next time. Thanks, goodbye. I wanna fuck, I wanna suck, I wanna. My fault. Remember the first time you learned how to ride a bicycle? Just taking your feet off of the ground and putting them on those pedals and oh no, nothing's holding you up except your own sense of balance. Oh gosh, the nostalgia for something like that. Well, you know what? You can experience it again this spring. Get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. That's right, they have an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, including mine, poor. Uh, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Go to electricebikes.com to discover e-bikes that start at just $799. With the XP Lite, anyone can ride with a variety of models designed to be a better mode of transportation. There's the zippy and affordable XP Lite, a great start to any e-bike journey. And we also have the Expedition. That's right, the, the letter X and then Pedition, a sturdy and versatile cargo e-bike that can hold up to 450 pounds. You know what? Electric e-bikes, they gave my good friend Paul F. Tompkins one of these things. He loves it. He's tootling around every day on it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's improved his social life. He used to be a hermit. He used to be sort of a, a Scrooge-like miser character. And now he's out there on that electric e-bike saying hello to the entire community. And you can too. Go full throttle into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. Please, please, please mention the Comedy Bang Bang the podcast sent you in the post-checkout survey. That is electric, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, and then ebikes.com. That's how you get there. Okay, bye!